0: today is driven by fear fear is a powerful emotion it's the chink in your armor that the enemy uses to control you the apostle john wrote that the whole world lies in the sway of the wicked one who with the world wide web at his disposal now has a distribution network like never in history so many different voices with twisted truth designed to keep you off balance and driving you to learn more and more is it bringing you peace are you weary are you finding it harder to be still and to hear the still small voice of the one who loves you so grab your favorite beverage find a quiet place and join banner kit for the love is calling podcast let's focus on jesus the lover of our souls
1: Thanks for joining me, this Banner, and uh, getting a little closer, I think, to being able to make this uh, podcast happen on a timely manner. A lot of things have been taking place, and uh, one of the things that I've been praying about was to be able to move uh, beyond the editing. I've been doing some audio editing of Bible teachers, uh, uh, working uh, as a subcontractor for his productions, and it's been a great thing and such a blessing when Karen and I needed it and uh, something I'd done many years ago and just kind of fell back into to be able to help out. And and it was a blessing, and and I learned a lot, Uh, you know, by editing the the Bible teachers. I mean, most of the days of the week I was listening to, to sermons by several different good Bible teachers around the country. So that was great, but a couple of things. One, it was very hard on this old man sitting behind a computer screen all the time, standing hurt, too, because I've got a bad back. I have, I have spinal stenosis throughout my back. And so it just made it really difficult to do. And the other thing, and I believe more important, was it was taking away from the time that I needed to be able to pursue what I believe I'm called to do. Uh, but we needed the income, and I had been praying that the Father would replace that in a way that gave me more time to be able to pursue my calling in ministry that we came down to the DeKalb County area to do so, and that being uh, pursuing a more of a pastoral ministry and actually uh, planting a church. Uh, and that dream is still alive. And I believe the Father is making uh, plans and putting things in place that will eventually, uh, Lord willing, lead us right into that. And so I'd been praying for an opportunity again for something else to do that would give me that kind of time. And Father just really answered that because he gave me a position to be able to do what I'm doing. So I'm actually in my second week, I just began my second week here, with Inspiration Ministries uh, based out of Auburn, Indiana. They're operating in uh, Noble County and DeKalb County. It's a recovery program for men and women. And I'm working primarily with with the men over in the Noble County area, but a little bit throughout the ministry in more of a discipleship pastoral role. I'm just really pumped about it because I get a chance to sow into the lives of of the staff as well as the men that are in the program and many of them being set free from years of drug addiction and just uh, a wake of of damaged lives and relationships and things like that but i'm seeing god move i'm seeing restored relationships i saw two young men just get saved and begin that walk of faith and uh, it's just so exciting i'm just so blessed to be a part of that that God would bring this opportunity is just a wonderful thing, and I'm I'm really excited about that. So there'll be more coming on that as the weeks go by, and I'll uh, keep you up to speed on it. So, And I appreciate your prayers, those of you, uh, the ones who care. I mean, I'm sure there are some people who are listening to this podcast that are from my past that might view this all completely differently. I know that there are those that believe that, uh, I have uh, entered into lawless Christianity, I've gone back to lawless Christianity, and, you know, uh, I say it from the other perspective. I believe that I've come out of the legalism of the Hebrew Roots Movement, and uh, I have been given the opportunity to actually share what I've been through. You know, Karen and I raised our family. Most of the time, they were being raised up. We were at the same place, and that fellowship became a Hebrew roots-focused ministry, and I believe it became cultic. It became very legalistic, very controlling and oppressive, and uh, we were finally set free from that after many, many years. And and, uh, the Lord opened my eyes, brought me back to my first love, Jesus, and gave me a, a perspective on uh, the Torah, on the law that is written in the Scriptures that is really based in the fulfillment of Jesus. And because of going through that and learning so much over the years, being a teacher of the law, of the Torah, and now being able to see that more clearly in Jesus, I understand it now better than I did back before I went through that. So in that, I'm thankful. Though there were very hard times as we went through it, I'm very thankful for having gone through it because it's really opened my eyes. It's really given me a perspective that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I've been shown more truth. And I had a very blessed opportunity to share at Harvest Fellowship in Fort Wayne. Pastor Paul Mallory, my good brother Pastor Paul, that our relationship is restored and can't say enough good about him, and the reception we've had at Harvest Fellowship. Karen and I have been attending there, and Pastor Paul conducted a an interview with me during their service this year about three weeks ago, and I was able to share with the body there and was live streamed. The Q&A was live streamed, all three services, and those are available at harvestfellowship.com or on their Facebook page or look for them on YouTube, Harvest uh, Harvest Fellowship in Fort Wayne. Uh, and uh, on BannerKid.com, uh, there is an embedded video that if you want to watch that, you're more than welcome to go check it out. But it was a great opportunity to share, and that opened doors to share with more people. And I uh, learned—I mean, I already knew that the push into the community of faith by the Hebrew Roots Movement was growing, but I was really kind of surprised at some of the people that came up and talked to me. And some of the stories, and some of the folks even crying about how it was impacting their family. So, so I've had other opportunities to go and talk to some other folks about it privately, and I'm looking for more of those opportunities. And you know, being able to maybe go share at another church, would like to know more about this, and you know, I'd be happy to do that or a small group, home group, whatever. And uh, contact info at the end of the podcast. I will tell you how you can get a hold of me, or you can learn more at BannerKid.com. Okay, so looking at Philippians, I was looking into Philippians chapter 3, just a wonderful portion of Scripture, and this is something where Paul was really dealing with the very same thing that I've been talking about, talking about those of the circumcision— Coming to the Gentiles, and when he says those is circumcision, he's talking about those who were actually in the church. They were believers. That's what the book of Acts in Acts chapter 15 tells us. They were believers in Messiah, in Christ. But they had a mindset that you still had to go through Israel in order to be complete, in order to really have access to to God. Faith in Jesus in their minds wasn't enough. So they said that you had to be circumcised and keep the law of Moses, to which we know that Peter. Peter and James and the council said, no, that's not it. We're not going to lay that burden upon these Gentile believers that neither we nor our fathers were able to bear. So in Paul's addressing that, and throughout his letters he does, and in Philippians chapter 3, verse 1, he says, For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it's safe. So what he's doing is he's going to warn them again, and he's saying it's not tedious. And he's thinking back to all the letters that he's written about this very same subject. And in this one, he gets very pointed because he says, beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. And when he's talking about mutilation, he's talking about the mutilation of circumcision. And we know that because he follows that up and says, For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. No confidence in the flesh of ethnic heritage or of being circumcised and grafted in and becoming a part of Israel. There's nothing to be confident in that about. Uh, Our confidence has to be in Jesus and Jesus alone, and that's what he's talking about. So he talks about himself, that the uh, idea that he, of all men, would maybe have more confidence in the flesh because he said, yeah, I was circumcised the eighth day. I was a stock of Israel, tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews. And concerning the law, I was a Pharisee. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, and concerning the righteousness which is in the law, I was blameless. But we know that wasn't enough for Paul because uh, he was on his way to persecute more Christians, and Jesus comes along and knocks him off his horse and blinds him and says, why are you persecuting me, Paul? And then he sends him and to be a proclaimer, a preacher of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And so all of that changed when Paul realized that all of these things that he thought were so important, you know, being of Israel, being of the, the tribe of Benjamin, and uh, being blameless according to the law, It meant nothing to him, and uh, so he says in verse 8 of Philippians 3, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, "...for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish or dung." The King James Version says Uh, you could insert manure and some other words that we don't speak in polite company. And he says that he counts all of those things, the circumcision being of the tribe of Benjamin, of Israel, his blamelessness in the law. That's all just dung for the sake of knowing Christ and to be found in him, verse nine, not having a righteousness which is from the law. He's not worried about, it. He's not concerned about. It. He doesn't want a righteousness which is from the law. Why? Because the law is not where we find righteousness. It's not a faith. Righteousness only comes by faith in Jesus Christ. So if you're trying to please him by keeping the law of Moses, by adhering to that written code, you're really falling short because in doing those things, you're placing yourself with the idea that those things please God that your works of keeping the law please him. But the book of Hebrews tells us that that's not how we please God. We please God by faith. Without faith it is impossible to please God. And then we're hearing from the Spirit who lives in us because we're born again, and that's the Spirit of Jesus, and He leads us. It's the commands, the law of Christ that He is administering in and through us every single day. And Paul realized the difference and uh, understood Because he said he counted all of that, all of that pedigree, all of the things about being Israel and the law and righteousness of the law. It was all rubbish that he may gain Christ and be found in him. He says, not having my own righteousness. And you can go look at Romans chapter 9 and learn more about what he's saying about Israel and their self-righteousness and their zeal, but without knowledge of Christ, without the knowledge of the righteousness of Christ, of Messiah. The law does not bring you to righteousness. Righteousness is not of the law. The law is not of faith. Those are things he said. You can discount them if you want, and many have And I know some recently that have discounted that, that have rejected those writings of Paul, rejected the book of Hebrews, and have decided that uh, Jesus is not Messiah. Yehoshua is not the Christ. And uh, so they are going into Judaism and looking for the Messiah to come for the first time, which is very sad, but that's where it leads. So he says... Not having his own righteousness, verse 9, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith that I may know him, Christ, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. So the Spirit of Jesus living in us began this work in us by our being born again, by the resurrection power of God, the Spirit making alive our spirit that was dead from our inherited uh, death from the curse because of what the first Adam did, our forefather, but making us alive in him. He began that work, and then he's completing that work in and through us, this work of sanctification, of being set apart as we obey him, not studying the law and trying to do the things that Moses said. So he says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. He just told us what those things are that he's forgetting. He says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. He says, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That's the only way we're righteous, and it is by faith in Jesus and trust in him and allowing him to lead and guide us every single day. He's speaking real time instruction into our lives if we can shut out all of the other voices if we can shut our own voice out that says we can figure this out and we can find a way that's not pleasing to the lord you can only please him by faith and so i'm excited that the opportunity to share this good news of the cross of christ that is our only hope and uh, that it is not of the law So I'm looking for more opportunities to do that. I'm excited about what's happening with Inspiration Ministries within my family. And as uh, we are now solidly into the spring season and summer's on the way, may God bless. May he bless you as you seek him and his righteousness. And uh, may we press on just as Paul was towards that prize that awaits us. Thanks for joining me for this podcast. Hope to do another one real soon as my schedule is beginning to open up to be able to do that among everything else that I believe I'm called to do. It's all part of the same thing. So God bless. Have a wonderful day. Bye now. If you've been encouraged by this podcast, please subscribe to Love
0: is Calling and tell your friends to check it out. If you have any questions, email banner at bannerkid.com. That's B-A-N-N-E-R at B-A-N-N-E-R-K-I-D-D dot com. And join us for future episodes of Love is Calling as we continue to focus on Jesus, the lover of our souls.